Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. Fifteen minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will Welcome to Text Talk. We're so glad that you've joined us today. Boy, I guess this is about our fourth episode talking through Acts chapter 27. A lot of action. About that. In Acts chapter 27, what with the shipwreck and all. And we left our heroes in a very perilous situation. (laughs) Same bat time, same bat channel. Some of these guys are trying to swim for shore. And Paul's like, if you do it, you're going to die. you got to stay right here. The Apostle Paul has good reason, though, to stay on board the ship because an angel has appeared to him, a message from God, letting him know that if they stay on the ship, they will survive. What choices will they make? We're going to find out as we go to our reading today. (laughs) And what's our text for today? We've been doing this too long. (laughs) Acts chapter 27, verses 33 through 38. English Standard Version. As day was about to dawn, Paul urged them all to take some food, saying, Today is the fourteenth day that you have continued in suspense and without food, having taken nothing. Therefore, I urge you to take some food, for it will give you strength, for not a hair is to perish from the head of any of you. And when he had said these things, he took bread, and giving thanks to God in the presence of all, he broke it and began to eat. Then they all were encouraged and ate some food themselves. We were in all 276 persons on the ship. And when they had eaten enough, they lightened the ship, throwing out the wheat into the sea. So they have been chucking overboard about everything they could, and and now the wheat goes in the sea as well. It's interesting that they've waited this long for that, though, because they obviously haven't been eating for the last two weeks. I know. So they've, they've kept the food. The, the yeah, hope, of course, we, is to keep the food a, a because cargo. if we survive, we're mm-hmm. going to need the food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell you what, it's really something to see that here for 14 days, apparently battered with winds and storms, um, more or less ongoing, some very, very dangerous times. They've not stopped to eat. They've not had food or even proper food. I mean, you're talking about running on stress and adrenaline and anxiousness i think we i think they've been fasting i mm. think this has been an issue of probably prayers to their gods well, fasting they were doing we're, we're going to avoid we're going to avoid eating and so now paul is saying look you guys need to eat yeah um it's, it's kind of like when saul king saul had put everybody under the vow not to eat and of course jonathan didn't know about it so he took the honey and yeah. it brightened his eyes and he he accuses his dad of saying look Folks would have been able to do better if you'd let them eat. Yeah. And that's kind of what Paul's saying here now. Guys, look, you, you haven't eaten for two weeks. You need to eat something. Yeah. And they seem to, at first, not be excited about that. But mm-hmm. Paul breaks the bread. He prays. Mm-hmm. And through this, they are encouraged. Mm-hmm. And apparently after this prayer, there, there's, there's something that shifts. Yeah. Because, again, you have to ask, if they haven't been eating and they've been throwing stuff off, why have they kept the food? It's because they're hoping that they're fasting and they're praying and they're casting off cargo and tackle is going to save the ship. And when it is saved, what are they going to need? Yeah. They're going to need food. So they, they've been hanging on to that for that, okay, we're, we're, when we get delivered and saved, we're going to need it. So casting it off after this meal actually is an indication of some faith. 
It is. We're going to stay in this ship. We're going to stay in this ship, but we're going to be saved, and we don't need all of this food because we're going to run aground. We're going to be on an island. We're going to be somewhere where we can get food so we can go ahead and get rid of this. Uh, So that actually is a little bit of an indication of faith. But what blows my mind, before they get to that point, before they're encouraged, because Mm -hmm. it says they're encouraged after the prayer, before they're encouraged, Paul takes some bread. He says, you guys need to eat. And then in front of all of them, he gives thanks. And I don't know how you would feel as one of these sailors or the centurion or one of the Roman soldiers, but there's a, I, I put myself in their shoes. And there's a part of me that thinks I'm looking at Paul mm-hmm. and I'm saying we have been storm tossed for two weeks mm-hmm. and there doesn't seem to be any quitting. You're going to grab a little bit of bread and you're going to give thanks I mean, I would give thanks if, say, the storm stopped. Mm-hmm. I would give thanks if the hand of God reached down and grabbed me by the nape of the neck and then put me on dry land. I would give thanks for that. But in the middle of all this hardship, in the middle of the storm, in the middle of this turmoil, what you're going to do is give thanks because you're getting your meal, maybe your last meal. You're going to give thanks for that? It's just a... From their perspective, again, I don't know that everybody felt this way. I'm just putting myself in their shoes and what I think I would have been thinking had I been a pagan and, and looking at what Paul was doing. But it's a great reminder, even in the middle of storms, when my mind is occupied by big, huge things and I wish God would act in big, huge ways, what do I need to do about the small blessing that happens here? Having a meal is not being saved from the storm. And yet he thanks God for the meal. I appreciate that. You're right. Having a meal is not being saved from the storm. And yet in these storms, we need to have an attitude and an outlook for the things we have and be thankful. Um, The daily bread that we pray for, here is God answering this prayer and providing for them. Uh, What wisdom to have an attitude of thanksgiving. Uh, You know, thanksgiving is appreciation for what we have. But I think also with thanksgiving, there is a confession, a recognition of of a dependence upon God, that he's with me even now, even in this small thing. And boy, that's something that I need to remember, particularly when the storms are going. Particularly, we talked um, last week in the conversation about, um, you know, the, the, the grinding stone idea, mm. whether the, the grind wears you down or whether it polishes you up. And I tell you, 14 days of storm, this sounds like some real grindstone stuff to me. Um, one of the things that polishes, one of the things that helps is to have a mind to be thankful for what I, I do have now and to remember God is with me even now. Now, they haven't eaten for two weeks. So for them, it's probably not an issue of taking something for granted. But now let me come back into my own life. Mm. I mean, I got to eat today. As we're recording this, I've actually eaten twice today. I've had breakfast. I've had lunch. I'm even having my extra cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And I have every intention of getting to eat one more time today. And and I, I can't foresee any reason why that wouldn't happen because I've got some food in my refrigerator at home. And so okay. when it comes time to eat dinner, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get to be able to do that. Yeah, It can become very commonplace. Mm-hmm. And that's that's when I can often lose my thanksgiving Mm. because I take it for granted. It's just the way it is. I'm breathing right now. I've been breathing all day long. I've been breathing throughout this entire podcast episode, but I haven't necessarily thought to stop and thank God for this breathing. And yet I'm breathing because of God. That's a really great point. 
I think uh, a challenge to Thanksgiving can be when there is a particular request or petition that we are we are praying to God so I don't know strongly for I don't know the, um, we're we, we're not ceasing to pray about this right major request major issue and we're not getting the yes we're not getting that one answered then temptation is to think then then God is not answering any of my prayers. Mm. God's not providing anything. There's this one consuming issue looming so large, I may forget all of these other things, little things, how God's grace and mercy is all around me. If I don't eat, I'm going to die just as surely as if I get in a shipwreck. Yeah, that's right. And so, again, here's this blessing. God is providing this, and I need to give thanks. All right, here's something I want to share with you, Andrew. Oh, okay. Something that's... that's uh, bothered me. I you get online and you see blog posts and you see memes and and one of the things that has shocked me is when I see people who claim to be Christians and I've seen this in multiple arenas over the past 15 years or so. Yeah. That kind of belittle and mock Christ, other Christians, other people who claim to be Christian because of their feeling that look, it's time to eat. I'm going to say prayer. I'm going to give thanks. And I mean, I've it's like mocking and belittling them. Now, I understand, Andrew, there's not a rule that if you miss a prayer before a meal, that somehow the meal is condemned and now you're tainted by unclean food. I understand that. But boy, it sure seems to me in Scripture, and I know this may be just a small detail, but wow, it seems in me that it's, it seems to me that in Scripture, Giving God thanks for my food is just a really important thing. Yeah, I I see that certainly. Um, the the expression here of the blessing of the bread when he breaks it. I mean, you you have this Thanksgiving here for bread. Uh, what is it in Timothy and talks about? Oh, you've got it right there. You're going exactly. You're thinking exactly like me. I was thinking in First Timothy chapter four. Yeah, he says now the Spirit expressly says that in later times some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons through the insincerity of liars whose consciences are seared who forbid marriage and require abstinence from foods that God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. For everything created by God is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving. For it is made holy by the word of God and prayer. Well, I'll tell you, just personally, my practice is I pray before a meal. And that's pretty much every meal. And that's whether I'm sitting at home by myself or you know, maybe I've taken the family out to a restaurant. I, I don't pray to be seen. But I always pray to give thanks. And if that happens to be in a place where somebody sees, then then so be it. I, uh, I, I don't know exactly what memes you're talking about, what part of giving thanks for your food they're poking fun at. But I do wonder if sometimes it's it's that. It's like, oh, you're going to say a prayer in a restaurant? Well, there's, I think, some of that. I think there, I think maybe for some folks there is some embarrassment. And so here's, here's what gets said. Here's what I've heard. We don't have to say a prayer. What God is talking about, what Paul is talking about, is having an attitude of gratitude. And I guess I want to push back at that. Yes, I need to have an attitude of gratitude, of course. But actually, God never says, have an attitude of gratitude. What he says is, give thanks. (laughs) Give 
thanks. Not just not just kind of generically be thankful, but give thanks. In everything, give thanks. And what we see again and again and again and again. And I wanna I wanna stop short of acting like it's a law or a rule that if you mm. let some food uh, you know, pop pop through your mouth that you haven't said a prayer over that's defiled and you're sinning. I'm not saying that. But this idea of folks mocking and belittling people who take it very important to pray before a meal and to give thanks for a meal as if somehow they're Pharisees and somehow they're trying to earn their salvation by, that's just ridiculous. Mm. Here's the deal. I've got food to eat. Who Who's responsible for that? God is. Yeah. That, that, that food is to be received with thanksgiving. And notice that there in that passage with Timothy, it's not just received with thanksgiving, but the food is made holy by the word of God and prayer. Mm. You know, there, there really is something happening here. We, I've heard people joke about sanctifying the meal. That's where that little statement sure. comes yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. It's made holy yeah, yeah. by offering this prayer to God. Yeah. I, I wonder, too, about the whole attitude of gratitude deal, which, you know, I, I like things that rhyme. I get that. But well, if it rhymes, it must be inspired. What good, what good is gratitude unexpressed? You know, I, I think the issue is that gratitude must be expressed. And it needs to be expressed to God. He is worthy. He is deserving. He is the source. You know, if we're going to talk about concerns and pet peeves, I love Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving as a holiday. I'm afraid it's entirely lost on people that don't ever thank God. Who are you thanking? You know, there's just this, I, you know. I, uh. <laughs> wow. Here's the deal. God blesses us. He blesses us in big ways. He blesses Richly. us in small ways. And what we need to be doing is giving thanks for those blessings. Uh, it, it's a great habit every day just to spend some time thinking, all right, what has God done? What am I thankful for? Make a list of it mm. and give God thanks. But here, this, this, is the, this is the big crux, the big takeaway. Even if some big thing is going on that God hasn't responded to yet, Give him thanks for the things he has responded to. Give him thanks for the blessings, great or small. In fact, we want to encourage you. Send us a message. We'd love to hear what you're thankful for. We'd love to hear what you're learning. Email us, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. But right now, let's go ahead and give God some thanks as we're wrapping up this podcast episode. Glorious God, you are the holy God. You are the giver of every good and perfect gift. Sometimes the gifts are large. Sometimes the gifts are small. You've given us salvation, very large. You, you did that purchasing it by the blood of your son, very, very large. You've given us food to eat today. Uh, for some, that was a big thing. For others, maybe a small thing that's just to happen continually and we can take it for granted. You've given us friends. You've given us brothers and sisters. You've given us the Holy Spirit. You've given us your word. You've given us uh, our, bre- our brethren, the church. There's so many things that you've done, Father. We are so thankful. Uh, I... I imagine that there are some people that are hearing this that haven't received all the blessings that that I have today. But I think about the fact that I've got a washer and dryer at home and I can wash my clothes with with ease. I've got a dishwasher. I've got a refrigerator full of food and an oven that can cook that food very quickly and easily. I've got a car that I can drive and get around in rather than having to walk everywhere. I've got clothes that I'm wearing, shoes on my feet. You've given so much, Father. But again, forgiveness, salvation, redemption, adoption, your son, your spirit, your word. You've given us all of this. Thank you. And our thanks is not enough for all that you've done for us. We love you so much, Father. Thank you for loving us first. Through your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. 
I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge wrote and sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day. So now you're actually recording. So now I'm actually recording. When you hit that button there. Yes, when I hit that button there, I am actually recording, which means everything you said before that we didn't get. We didn't get. So we have okay. to do that whole episode over. <clears throat> I'm going to need a break again. <laughs> but then we can then we can do it again. Then we can do it again. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. <clears throat>